that Zay, uh, like, I don't know, I hear like a TV or something. So if we can, when he's doing the intro uh, and other people speak and we all be muted. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, we're live. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for, for joining in. We're here to talk with some uh, Bitcoin community uh, from North America today. We were uh, we've had our second session with Bitcoiners in Africa, one with the Bitcoiners in Latin America. And now uh, we're talking with Bitcoin communities doing educational work in the United States and uh, North America. So super excited with, for this one. We got some really interesting projects. Um, and just to quickly remind you, uh, you know, what Geyser is and what Geyser Grants is. Geyser is a platform for helping uh, really creators, online creators, just turn their ideas into reality, helping them take their projects forward through the support of their community. And we have this Geyser Grant program, which is supported by uh, uh, very gracious uh, Bitcoin companies like Blink, uh, who is our sponsor, as well as Bitcoin um, uh, Bitcoin philanthropists that want to support the Bitcoin ecosystem. And so we're able to just, uh, through, through, through their support, just channel the funds straight to the creator so that they can get going and, and orange peel the world. So thank you all for being here. Uh, I don't want to take too much more time, so I'll pass it over to Andrew to give us a, a quick snapshot into, into Blink before passing it over to uh, everyone else. What's up, everybody? Uh, excited to be here. Uh, yeah, so I'm Andrew. I work at Galloy, uh, the builders of Blink Wallet, which is formerly known as Bitcoin Beach Wallet. Uh, and so, yeah, Blink is a wallet that's built for bottom-up adoption. And so it's a Bitcoin and Lightning wallet. Uh, it's got built-in education. It's got stable sats. If folks have heard of that, which allows people to uh, sidestep the volatility of this uh, Bitcoin exchange rate in the short term. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're really excited because, uh, you know, Blink is used. Now, unfortunately, it's not available uh, in the States, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but the wallet is being used. You know, it was born in El Zante on Bitcoin Beach. And uh, now it's being used in Guatemala, Peru, South Africa, Namibia, Kenya, Uganda, you know, all over the world to help people that are uh, building their uh, Bitcoin circular economies and, um, you know, onboarding people to Bitcoin. It's like a great uh, onboarding wallet. So anyways, you can check it out at blink.sv. Uh, and yeah, we're just excited to be here and supporting projects because, yeah, we believe uh, bottom up adoption is, is incredibly important. Uh, so I'm excited to hear from all the projects today. Cheers. All right, fantastic. So, without further ado, let's uh, let's kick it off. Uh, Stacy Boyle, would you like to uh, uh, kick it off? And uh, Justin, sure, happy to do so. Um, and if you want to screen share, happy for you to do that, <clears throat> or I can screen share your project if you like. Uh, we got it. We can use the screen share on the uh, present yeah. slide. Sure. Um, window. Here we go. Here's what I want. How's All everybody right. doing out there? Okay, can you guys see my screen? Yeah. Okay, just so you know, when I'm in this presentation mode, I can't see anything else other than this. So if you're chatting or something, just you'll have to call me out because I won't be able to see anything. It's all good. Okay, well, let's get started here. All right, so thank you everyone for your time and consideration today. Um, happy to be here. My name is Dr. Stacy Boyle and my business partner is Justin Redrick. Justin's on the call today. 
Justin's kind of an OG in the Bitcoin space. You may know who he is. If you know Bitcoin Vegan, then you know Justin. So <laughs> we're happy to talk to you today about um, an initiative that we have. It's actually the cornerstone initiative for our organization. And it's called the From Bars to Bitcoin Prison Reentry Tour. We're thrilled to walk you through this. We got a lot to share with you and we're gonna move pretty quickly. So let's hold all your questions till the end or if you pop them in chat, Justin will answer them. And when he's presenting, I'll answer them um, if I can. So let's go ahead. All right, so who's BTCT, BTCTC, Bitcoin Transformation Community? We are a brand new nonprofit that Justin and I started based out of Nevada. We are still waiting on our um, um, 501c3 status from the IRS, but fingers crossed. I hope we're in good shape there. Um, we're ready to move on. Our vision for um, our organization is to, um, like Andrew talked about, bottom-up adoption. That's what we're focused on. And we want to, we envision a world of equality and equity for everyone based on the power of Bitcoin. Um, and you know, you'll see our QR code throughout here. Feel free to visit our website, um, bitcointransformationcommunity.org or btctc.org. Um, and feel free to look at our other initiatives and look at all the great resources on our website that we built out. All right. So what we're going to do today is we're going to walk you through, we're going to discuss why we think uh, Geyser should fund the From Bars to Bitcoin Prison Reentry Tour. We're going to talk about our why. We're going to talk about our what. What are we doing We'll explain how we're doing it and the impact we've made and that we're going to continue to make as proof of work. Uh, Are you guys seeing my slides transition? No, nah, they're not transitioning. It's just on one. Um, it's on that one screen still showing like home insert. It's, it's um, yeah, because you're not you're not in the here. yeah you're not in presentation mode. You're in the actual PowerPoint fly. Uh, I oh. start sharing. Hold on, let me go back. Let's see. Um, when I do present, video, uh, share screen, right? Or do I want to share slides? I think it's the no share. Yeah, maybe share slides. Try it's gonna, that's a, I can do that, but it's gonna make me upload it. So it's gonna take it just a second. Share screen should be fine. I think once you're sharing, if you press oh, yeah. the slideshow down in the menu yes. in PowerPoint and do play slideshow. That's it... Exactly what I was doing. Exactly. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So was, let's see. Share your window. You could just or... use that. You could just the same as you were before, and the PowerPoint view is not so bad. Okay. Yeah. Just do the just this view. Yeah. yeah. Just press the uh, the. The different ones on the side. Yeah, perfect. Yes, I know how to do it. Get that. Is that awesome. good? You guys, do you need it bigger? Can you see it? That's perfect. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. So we talked about, I said we're going to talk about the why, um, why you'd want to fund the From Bars to Bitcoin uh, prison reentry tour, what we're doing, how we're doing it, and the impact we're making illustrated as a proof of work. All right. So why we do what we do. Let me get this question answered for you right off the bat. Let me tell you the number one question Justin and I get from anyone who finds out about our new business and what we're doing. Do you think the number one question we get is about the reentry tour? Like you're going into prisons? What? Who does that? Who merges Bitcoins and Bitcoin and prison reentry? Well, we do. And people want to know not only what we're doing, but they want to know, why are you guys partners? That's we're like, how in the hell did you two meet? 
Why do you have a middle-aged white woman with a young black guy who's been in college, a middle-aged woman with a PhD and a black man who's been incarcerated? So what we like to do is we say it's the Bitcoin ethos that pulled us together. And we know that we're, you know, we're an unlikely partnership, much like Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. We've been <laughs> called, people refer to us a couple of times as the Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg of Bitcoin. And I think we're proud of that title because it fits. They're both successful in their own right, you know, and coming together, they're a powerhouse. And nobody's, a, no, there's no bigger powerhouse or two people with moxie than me and Justin. So you guys are going to see us make this happen together. We are Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> All right. So, well, my animations aren't working, dadgummit. So, all right, so see these pictures right here of these people on the left? What mm -hmm. do you think about these pictures on the left, these three that I'm pointing to? If you can see my cursor there. These are actually mug shots of people that work in the Bitcoin space. And if you look at these, these three people have been incarcerated or arrested for some reason. I don't even know why. It doesn't matter. Um, but if you look at them, what's common among these three pictures is there's no hope in their eyes. They're not sure about their future. Where are they going? We don't even know what's happened in their life to get them to this point where they actually were blessed by having a mugshot, right? We don't know what happened. So what we do know is they all got straight. They all got straight on the straight and narrow, and they now work and contribute successfully to the Bitcoin ecosystem. So what I'm showing you now are three Bitcoiners who have been incarcerated and have great transformational stories. You see Sean's here. It looks like he was, you know, probably heavy drug user. Now he's, you know, maybe a triathlete or something. You got Emery over here. Um, I know Emery from our um, Las Vegas Bitcoin meetup group. And needless to say, the one we all know, the greatest transformation we're all aware of. And if you've read <laughs> the Bitcoin book, you're familiar with Justin's transformation. Uh, Justin was incarcerated for three years uh, in North Carolina, and he is now the co-founder of Bitcoin Transformation Community with his own Martha Stewart, right? <laughs> he's the author of From Bars to Bitcoin. So this guy got out, got his mind right, and is killing it. And we're going to continue to kill it. And I want to encourage you to visit our website and watch the documentary, The Compass Mining Made of Justin. It's only seven minutes long. It's very inspirational. And so you'll see the transformation that Bitcoin can make and the partnerships that Bitcoin creates and brings together. That's good. So, I so okay. So, yeah, thank you, uh, Stacy, and appreciate everybody looking, I mean, just watching this video. So what we're looking to do here with the project is basically how Bitcoin mining uses wasted environmental energy, stranded energy. We look to do the same with human capital energy uh, to drive adoption, sustain the Bitcoin ecosystem and reduce this terrible recidivism rate we have in America. Um, here you see a group of men sitting around jail uh, who will probably get out and have no hope of finding a great future with the way things are traditionally going. If you can go to the next side, please, Stacy. So uh, some of the, the problems we are looking to tackle or that we are going to tackle is incarceration. Number one, uh, one out of 100 in the U.S. is currently in prison. 
they're incarcerated. Uh, unemployment, 60% unemployment rate, rate among formerly incarcerated people and roughly one year to four to four years, formerly incarcerated people spend without a job. Um, that's very damaging. Education, educational exclusion, 70% of incarcerated adults cannot read at a fourth grade level. And they're twice as likely not to have any high school credentials and eight times as likely not to complete a college degree. You heard my story. I'm one of the 8%. Um, and a half a million dollars of earning raises are lost in a lifetime by being incarcerated. Um, there's a cost to society with this as well. Forty About $46,000 is the average annual spend per inmate with $85 billion spent on U.S. and public prisons, private or jails. And with a 77% recidivism rate after five years, there's no way to contribute to the workforce, which creates another loss of economic productivity and not just their lives, but where we live in America. Well, let's go to the next slide. And one of the things that stick out the most about this is how um, the lack of financial literacy. A lot of people here go to, go to prison behind the money. And as you can see here, and as all the big corners know, there is a constant decline in the U.S. dollar, which will contribute to all the dollars around the world. And going to prison, committing crimes over money for a currency that gets less and less every year is complete nonsense and crazy. So those are one; those are the biggest things that we see. And as Stacy goes to the next slide, if it comes up. So what we want to do is reimagine a correctional system or even a prison reform system with Bitcoin financial literacy centered at the core of it. Um, because the lack of financial literacy leads to these crazy crimes. It leads to people making desperate decisions and not being able to cre uh, create opportunities for themselves or their families. So within that, you know, a lot of times, sorry if y'all heard that. A lot of times you hear that, um, you know, the greatest thing we need for Bitcoin is just education, you know, just a little bit of financial literacy. But over the years of working with different people, what, <laughs> what we've noticed is that um, there is another thing missing, and that's a job, you know, some type of income for people to be able to purchase Bitcoin. Because um, without that, we're just preaching to the choir and people go back home and do their own thing and don't really take Bitcoin serious. So let's go to the next slide. So what we look to do is to work at the intersection of Bitcoin and prison reform. So you got Bitcoin on one side of Venn diagram and us in the middle of this prison reform and go to the next one for me. And so this project has started, you know, years ago, but I'm going to start around in 2020 in 2020, and one of those um, those teachers actually on this call, Isaiah Jackson, we taught at his mom's summer camp in Charlotte where we taught children Bitcoin and how to use Bitcoin. Um, and then going forward in 2021, uh, black I joined the Black Bitcoin Billionaires. We created rooms called From Bars to Bitcoin. I released a book uh, called From Bars to Bitcoin. And every week we would teach about just Bitcoin to people who are either coming home from prison or organizations looking to change their life. Uh, I did a Coindesk interview with, again, uh, Zay and Mike Novogratz speaking about prison reform through Bitcoin. And of course, the Peter McCormick, everybody knows that guy, uh, podcast. 
And around 2022, there was an article released on how Bitcoin can help survivors of the industrial complex, prison industrial complex by Bitcoin Mag. And later on that year, I was one of the instructors at the back, the Bitcoin Academy funded by Jay-Z and Jack Dorsey. And which led to 2023, the launching of the Bitcoin transformation community to make this more of a reality. Let's go on to the next slide. So the impact we're looking to 10x is leveraging a neglected next uh, workforce and population people aren't currently doing. Front running traditional organizations by focusing on skills rather than just your resume or where you went to school. Uh, developing financial literacy to solve root cause issues while accelerating BTC adoption. And giving people hope because they're employed and earning family sustaining wages feeding Bitcoin employers talent pipeline with a skilled workforce and saving the government taxpayers and citizens money by lowering recidivism. Um, so there we are right there. And I'm going to pass it along to Stacey to take us on home. All right. Thank you, Justin. So now let me dig a little bit into the actual bars of Bitcoin reentry to a project we're working on. I don't have time to go into a lot of detail here, but we have a lot of detail on our website. So I encourage you to visit the detail on the website, as well as I put more detail in a, actually a budget um, and the geyser grant um, and the geyser um, a project that we have active right now as well. So for the re-entry tour, we have three primary strategic goals we're going to accomplish with this. One is that we're going to drive enhanced Bitcoin awareness with the participants of the program. We're going to offer greater hope to these people that are the program participants upon release. And we are going to build skilled and credentialed uh, employees for uh uh, the Bitcoin ecosystem and specifically looking at mining. We've talked to many miners and their problem is uh, lack of skilled workforce. And sometimes you don't even need to be really skilled. They just need people that want to come in, roll up their sleeves and start moving the uh, computers around. And they need somebody that's willing to come in and work and do that. And so what we can do is offer skill these people, get them some credentials if they want it and offer them jobs. So we're filling the uh, Bitcoin employers talent pipeline as well. So these are our three goals for the program. So what I've got here, this is a lot of detail. I'm not going to walk you through it. Don't worry about it. I've got a 20 minute video on our website. You can see. So this is a proprietary tool that we use. Actually, I created this. I've been in the corporate world for 25 years in the learning and development space, working with corporate CLOs to build out their learning strategy, tech strategy, measurement strategy. And this is something I created for a nonprofit and I trademarked. And it's literally just a logic model. And so if you look on the left, it says if you make an investment in uh, bars to Bitcoin reentry tour, what will happen? So all these boxes are the activities that we will do. We will accomplish to achieve the strategic goals on the right. And I've got again, I've got a whole walkthrough on the website you'll go through. But this is called the impact blueprint. This impact blueprint is our proof of work. And again, I've got a, a 20 minute video on our website. You can check and I do a walkthrough with that of the impact blueprint. So it's a proprietary proof of work tool that you won't get anywhere other than with us. All right. So how are we doing it? So how are you going to execute this project of going into prisons and educating people? Well, here at a high level, again, I won't go into great detail, but what we're going to do is we're, we've got uh, 10 um Facilities identified for the rest of this year, I think in about five states, maybe four or five states. And so we're going to go into these facilities and we're going to have an online uh, on-site live event. So Justin's going to go in, maybe me, I don't know, haven't decided. But 
Jess is going to go in. We're going to do an on-site live event. Then we'll, and I'm collecting the date on the back end. We'll administer a post-event survey. We'll do a survey 30 days later. We're going to offer them a training plan and the content that we'll use for the training plan. You will see we'll, we're, uh, we're working with the um, team in El Salvador. We're going to probably use that My First Bitcoin book because uh, I don't want to get into the details here, but we can only take paper-based things and items into the prisons. So we have to have only paper-based. So before they're released, we're going to have to do only conceptual things. We can't do any applied mining um, yet. But then once they get out and they're released, um, we can immediately start uh, having them work with our partner, LFG Mining, to uh, to work on the actual applied and practice um, some of the mining uh, practice and learn some of their mining skills. Then if they're interested, we're going to offer them uh, to take a, a certified Bitcoin professional exam. Only if they're interested, we're not requiring it. Um, and then we will connect them with Bitcoin mission focused employers. And so through these activities in the prison, this is how we'll accomplish our goals. All right, this is a high level. I just pulled out the impact blueprint. I want to show you that it takes a village. We are not doing this by ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. Um, so what we're doing is I've highlighted where we have partners on here. You see we have, and I, this is all listed on our website. We've got North that's going into the prisons with us. They already go into prisons. We're going in um, under their wing um, and working with the North organization. And then we've got LFG Mining. Uh, helping us with the training plans. We've got the My First Bitcoin partnership, uh, that student workbook that we're using. Um, and we've got a partnership with C4, Andreas Antonopoulos' certification. Um, so they've offered us a discount, a significant discount for anyone who's interested in taking the CBP exam. And then by that time, it's time to connect the participants with, org um, with employers. LFG Mining is helping us make those connections with um, uh, for mining opportunities, and we will work with them directly for opportunities in other areas in the Bitcoin ecosystem. So this is a big picture of the, of the village that it's going to take, that it's taking to pull this off. Then here's our proof of work and our impact. So again, I showed you the impact blueprint. Here's an example um, of the report that we will, so, so we follow the Bitcoin ethos, right? We want to be transparent and we want to be held accountable. So we are collecting data on every single one of these boxes as we go through the project and we analyze the data on a quarterly basis. And so then we will color code the report. This is just an example here. We'll color code the report to see what part of our activities are working, what aren't working so great and what can we do better. And you know, if you look at this example, it looks like we might be at risk for accomplishing goal number three. So what do we need to tweak in our program to be sure that we can move that from a red to a green? So again, this is a proprietary proof of work that you will get. Um, anybody that contributes to uh, the reentry tour. And that's it. We did as fast as we could. We dropped a lot of facts on facts to you guys. We encourage you, please follow us on social media, amplify our initiatives on social media as well. And hey, connect with us. If you want to go into prison and not get a mugshot, then go in with us and teach Bitcoin. You know, some people have said they want to do that. Look on our website and we've got many more great projects. You might be surprised at the projects we're taking on. Um, so volunteer to support any of our initiatives and to support our fundraising activities. And that's it for us. And we'll do we answer questions now or? Let's, uh, yeah, Andrew, do you have any questions? Uh, no, I mean, that was super thorough. Powerhouse team, 
Thank you for taking us through it. I'll look through the other resources. Yeah, well outlined. Honk honk. I don't, I don't think anybody on the live stream could see the could see the comments. So that that honk at Justin's was uh, the truckers in solidarity showing their support. But uh, yeah, nice job, guys. Thank you. Indeed, that was awesome. Thank you so much for that. Um, who wants to go next? I have Isaiah. Do you wanna do you wanna go next? Isaiah Jackson. Cool. Thank you. Uh, let me know if you wanna if you wanna yep. share screen or. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'll just I'll just speak. Um, awesome. Perfect. Absolutely. Are you okay if I share screen your project on Geyser then? Uh, yes. Okay. That's fine. Cool. Right, ready when you are. All righty. So uh, let's uh, start off um, with a little bit of background. Um, my name is Isaiah Jackson, and I am a uh, 10 year Bitcoin educator, been in the space since 2013. And uh, I was lucky enough to be introduced to Bitcoin uh, by watching Max Kaiser, uh, who is uh, still my mentor today, uh, doing work in El Salvador where Blink is at. And a little bit about uh, my, my background as well. Uh, currently, I'm the advisor for Wiser Bitcoin Education app. Uh, I'm the co host of The Gentleman of Crypto, uh, the second longest running daily show in Bitcoin history. Uh, we currently have over 1,100 episodes. Uh, I'm also the co-founder of Black Bitcoin Billionaires. We have 160,000 members worldwide. Uh, I was ranked in CoinDesk uh, as a top 30 global ranking. Uh, also creator of the brands No Keys, No Cheese and uh, What Would Satoshi Do? Um, and I've consulted uh, hundreds of companies, including Fidelity, Cash App uh, and Coinbase. And uh, I'm also the founder of the Bitcoin Summer Camp. Uh, which Justin mentioned uh, earlier. So um, that's a little bit about my background. And the project uh, is the Bitcoin in Black America book tour for 2023. And, um, you know, not only having the idea is good, but I also uh, have the proof of work. Uh, the original Bitcoin in Black America tour kicked off in 2019. Um, it was stalled because of COVID. Uh, so traveling in 2020 and 2021 was pretty tough. However, uh, the original tour was self-funded by myself, uh, completely out of pocket. And um, the book itself uh, also had, you know, no marketing budget, but was able to get bestseller status on Amazon and the African-American uh, Literature Book Club. Um, some of the cities or all of the cities on the 15 city tour included Atlanta, um, Hollywood, California, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Sacramento, Los Angeles, Miami, Charlotte, Las Vegas, Richmond, Virginia, Phoenix, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, and San Diego, California. Uh, I also spoke at North Carolina Central in Durham, uh, at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and Florida Memorial in Opelika, Florida. Um, and again, this entire tour originally was self-funded by, by me. And uh, the contribution uh, for this project that I'm looking for would help fund uh, the various aspects of the 2023 book tour. Uh, that would include the venue and event costs um, for going to these different cities, um, marketing and promotions uh, in those cities in order to bring people out to speak uh, and, and to answer questions and to present the uh, second book, uh, travel and logistics and uh, outreach and community engagement. Because no matter what city I go to, I always 
uh, go to different areas that most people in the Bitcoin space will not visit. Uh, just simply have not gone there. I've, I've gone in places south side of Chicago, southeast D.C., uh, Compton, California, uh, you know, different parts of Liberty City and Florida, places that most people are kind of scared to go. I'll go myself and uh, take the the actual uh, word of Bitcoin to them uh, and evangelize uh, to the people that really need it because that's what it was originally built for. So uh, the Bitcoin and Black America tour for this uh, go around will also include uh, the second edition of Bitcoin in Black America, uh, which has seven new chapters and uh, actually introduces a lot of different new subjects to the crowd. And uh, I also want to be able to give free books to everyone who attends uh, and uh, also merchandise, as well as the ability to download the Wiser app, which I'm an advisor for, uh, where they can also earn sats for learning about Bitcoin uh, via Lightning. Um, and the culmination of the tour will be the Bitcoin Summer Camp of 2024, uh, which I've also self-funded uh, for the past three years. Uh, and that will be held in Miami, Florida, but will have uh, access uh, for remote uh, students as well. So that is the Bitcoin and Black America tour. I uh, don't want to hold you guys too long. Uh, and, and that is uh, the plans that I have for this project. Awesome, Isaiah. That was that was a download. I was really interesting. I, I do have a quick question. I mean, I can't yes. I can't uh, help but um, just notice the you know the similarities of Bitcoin. How how Bitcoin is such a, a grassroots movement, and mm -hmm. uh, and both you and, and the preceding projects are going to communities that maybe perhaps are, are more uh, are more disenfranchised. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear from you uh, your experience of that, having been. Uh, and I've been following your journey for, for many years. So I'm curious to hear how you um, how you can see that relating with uh, with Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin is a, is a grassroots movement. And mm -hmm. how are you seeing uh, Bitcoin impacting communities in the United States? Absolutely. So uh, from 2013, um, you know, Bitcoin back then was, uh, quote unquote, scary. Uh, we had the Silk Road. We had Mt. Gox. Um, you know, Bitcoin had died at least a thousand times at that point. Uh, people thought it was a scam. Uh, so a lot of people in my community uh, did not want to touch Bitcoin at all. Uh, in fact, I think the media did um, a great job of, of stereotyping Bitcoiners as, uh, as white frat college guys uh, who are, you know, assholes who have Lambos and yachts. Uh, which was a terrible way to describe Bitcoin because we all know Bitcoin is for everyone. Uh, you can't include everyone without everyone in a, who who's in, a, in the world. So I wanted to be a beacon of light to show uh, the black community that we also need to be involved in Bitcoin because <clears throat> over time, uh, we you will only have, in my opinion, two choices. You can either go with the CBDC, uh, central bank digital shit coins, or you can go with Bitcoin, uh, which gives you actual freedom. So uh, that is something that I've seen along the way. And I think, you know, 10 years into my career, uh, a lot of the work that I've done installing Bitcoin ATMs in over 50 locations during the pandemic, I was one of the only people, I guess, that wasn't scared to go outside. Um, did that in the DMV area, uh, going to these areas and speaking. Uh, I have numerous videos of me at gas stations at, you know, different events, uh, speaking to crowds of people just by myself. Um, and most of the time when you speak to people, they're, they're still human. So they always say, well, what's in it for me? And uh, we're sort of solving a problem they don't know that they have yet because we have a relatively stable currency in America. So, you know, most people don't know about money. So they just think, well, why would I need it? And then once you present the fact that um, most of the problems that you have is as a result of the current money system that we have, that usually resonates with them. And, uh, you know, you know, if you take a straw poll or 
hand poll, you ask people, like, how many people actually trust their bank? And most people don't. They just don't know that they have a solution. And that's why I like to bring Bitcoin to people uh, who usually would not be the target audience of most, you know, the high level Bitcoin thinkers trying to bring it down to the level and meet people where they are. Awesome. Beautiful. Thanks for that. Um, Andrew? Yeah, just briefly. Nice. I mean, this is awesome. Uh, definitely seen some of your work uh, out there. And so it's cool to kind of hear it straight from the source and, and see what you're planning to bring back, you know, bring bring the tour back. Um, I don't know if you mentioned specifically the cities that you plan to go to, but my question was yes. around like um, uh, you mentioned a bunch that you've been to and then mm -hmm. some that you want to go to. How do you think about yeah where to go and then and then how do your uh do you have any insight on like you know i don't know west coast versus east coast bitcoin or so you know the <laughs> south like how people like either like come to it or or are able to pick it up is there anything like uh odd like insights you have from your travels oh yeah so when i go to uh when i go to larger cities um a lot of them they've heard of bitcoin but they sort of think of it as you know oh, it's just something that you can invest in or asset that you can possibly use but when i go to smaller cities they're a lot more adamant about using it and uh i do want to target smaller cities on this tour uh looking at cities in the midwest a lot more uh in the pacific northwest uh, simply because um they see a need for it uh rather than just a want and um you know as far as east coast and west coast uh <laughs> i have noticed that uh it's a it's a lot more um a lot more people on the west coast that accept uh bitcoin i'm i'm originally from charlotte north carolina um and i have uh cousins and friends that are from new york both big banking cities so when you bring up bitcoin it's like telling them about their enemy and their uh, competition so they're kind of you know trying to push away from it however on the west coast uh that's why i got in my car i packed up i was sort of frustrated uh justin was there in charlotte with me i was sort of frustrated i packed up my car and drove to los angeles i was so pissed off but at how how much pushback i got in charlotte uh, i drove to la and then when i got there pretty much everybody knew about bitcoin um but they didn't really know how to use it um and as my business partner will tell you i was going in gas stations and clubs and re restaurants and uh businesses everywhere and really just teaching people about bitcoin right on the spot and then you will go back a year or two later and they would either have a Bitcoin ATM or they would have we accept Bitcoin signs in the store. Uh, so the West Coast, I would say, is definitely more inviting. And, uh, uh, you know, Silicon Valley is out there, a lot more tech people. So I think that's that's, you know, why why that is. But uh, definitely want to hit some smaller cities. Uh, I see my guy from Columbus uh, and, and other places like that that aren't, you know, as much uh, talked about. But that's what Bitcoin is for. It's, it's not for uh the elites who would sit in these large cities and already have quote unquote their freedom uh, it's, it's for the regular people the everyday man nice thanks man thank you yeah thanks again awesome so next up should we get uh columbus since you were just recently mentioned put you on the spot Captain. um no, would you be I'm... all right to to get going sure awesome thank you yeah so Go ahead. You've got the mic. All right. Everybody see that? Yep. Thank okay. you. Sure. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Shannon. I'm basically the host and organizer of a Bitcoin meetup group in Columbus, Ohio, uh, named Columbus Bitcoin. We've been around going close to three years now. Um, so I have a 
couple images here that I could share with you of just like a basic uh, meetup images here. This is just to give you a quick idea of what it's like at one of our meetups. It's a lot of networking, a lot of education, uh, a lot of learning uh, about what's actually happening here in the state. Um, Columbus is, and Ohio itself, starting to become a, a pretty concentrated Bitcoin mining center. Um, a lot of people are thinking it's going to be the next uh, Texas. So um, something about Columbus is it's the state capital of Ohio. Uh, we have a population of uh, roughly 1 million. The uh, greater metro area of Ohio, of, of Columbus, is just a little bit over 2 million. And again, Ohio is known, I'm sorry, Columbus is known as being the state capital of Ohio. And the other thing it's mostly known for is being the home of the Ohio State Buckeyes, which uh, Ohio State University has a student base of around 60,000 people. And that, that is kind of one of our targets of trying to bring education and awareness uh, to Bitcoin to these students. Now, um, I have a couple of video clips just to kind of show you of, sorry, just to give you an idea of what our meetup's like. We had a company called Loge Media come in, and a lot of people in the Bitcoin community, and I was one of those, is they're, uh, they want to be anonymous, which I fully understand, and we do cater to that if someone doesn't want to have their picture taken. But when you're trying to bring people together to something, to an event, and they don't really know what they're going to. It's a really hard sell. So we had a media company come in and take a couple of videos. And through doing that, it has really accelerated the amount of people that we have been bringing uh, education to. So let me share a couple of those with you. Uh, that one was done at the office of Sonoda. Um, and generally when we do this, we have guest speakers come in. We were fortunate enough to have venture capitalist Stephen Cole come in and uh, basically go through with any entrepreneurs wanting to start up a Bitcoin business and the hurdles they have to go through in order to raise capital and uh, get that up off the ground. Uh, another one of the companies that we're fortunate enough to have here in Columbus is River Financial. And they are gracious enough to... Uh, lend us their office uh, for one time each quarter of the year. So when we are fortunate enough to have a venue of their size, we try to do a much bigger event. Uh, this is an example of one of theirs. Oh, apologize.
And I had a couple more videos, but I I will skip them. There's no point in repeating ourselves here. But when we do these venues, we like to bring in guests. Um, this is an example of just some of the people we had here uh, during the tax season. We brought in a digital asset CPA from a company called the Network Form. The Network Firm. Uh, this gentleman's name's Nick Ward. He's the uh, CEO and co-founder of it. And this is just basically bringing someone in to answer questions for people that either actively use Bitcoin and they have tax questions that are, you know, through taxes that are being implied in the spending of it, or if someone's actively trading it, uh, advice for them. Um, other people that we've had out is, uh, again, this is uh, Stephen Cole, a venture capitalist. Um, another one that we're kind of proud to have had is the uh, Seed Signer Project had come. Uh, we're very big on learning about self-custody and the importance of that. Uh, we do have a couple events just happening uh, here next week in Columbus. Uh, we have another event happening at River on the 22nd and then the 16th. Uh, members of our meetup are actually founders of an organization called the Ohio Blockchain Council which they help work with regulation, uh, people like Dennis Porter. And uh, it, it's a really exciting time here in Columbus and, and Bitcoin. Uh, another thing we're big on is basically supporting other communities that are, or other members of the Bitcoin community that are actually out trying to raise awareness towards Bitcoin. Um, we're big fans, supporters of Bitcoin racing uh, the Hero of Bitcoin, which are two projects here in Geyser itself. Um, bottom left, uh, you'll see a postcard that we had created, hand out for free to, you know, people can do whatever they want with. We try to make Bitcoin, um, aside from educating, but try to keep it fresh and fun uh, as you bring new people in. It, it really helps the community grow. Um, in the past, we've done uh, public events uh, in the parks. Uh, we had uh, Bitcoin in the park, and it was just basically, uh, you know, we just rented a shelter out. Uh, you know, we have uh, block mint stamp kits for people to back up seed phrases. We gave away seed signer cases. Um, we even have a oh, an owner of a local machine shop as part of the meetup, and he created a Bitcoin brand. So we literally branded everybody's burgers with uh, the Bitcoin logo. Which is that that brought some people over. That was kind of interesting. Um, one of the main things that we're seeking uh, funding for is we have a kind of a group endeavor everyone's trying to work towards uh, starting for next year. It was going to launch this year, but it kind of got a little bit more ambitious. And it's basically called Bitcoin is for Everyone. And essentially, it's bringing Bitcoin to public street fair stands um, here in Ohio. There are some large cities like Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. Outside of that, it's a lot of farmland. So there's a lot of farmer markets like tomato festivals, pumpkin festivals. And it's about bringing a stand there and bringing Bitcoin awareness. And it's not necessarily trying to push an angle until you need to buy Bitcoin. I think that's a journey that you cannot have with someone in a five-minute conversation. But what you can do is get them familiar with Bitcoin and learning how to use it. And by showing people that they can save money in a time where everything's inflating uh, by using certain apps like Fold or Lolly, 
um, anything that can save an average person another two to five percent on a purchase that they're going to make anyway, um, I think will help them out a lot. And then in doing that, um, maybe they're not interested in Bitcoin. We will show you how places that do accept Bitcoin, like BitRefill or the Bitcoin company itself, uh, as far as actually using the Bitcoin to redeem it for goods or services they, they may require in the future. Um, in addition to uh, doing this, this is how this program grown. We have uh, partnered with a uh, local company called Code Ninjas. And Code Ninjas is basically, it teaches uh, young children basically the introductory, introductory classes to computers and editing code. And they're kind of doing that uh, basically right now with video games, making coding fun and interesting to children to you know push them down the path of doing this um but we'd like to basically we've gotten permission to come and in, come into here on a saturday uh, with these kids uh, so we're basically trying to raise funding to buy a bunch of uh, you know low budget burner phones but uh introduce children not necessarily to the ethos of bitcoin but bitcoin as an alternate form of money and get them familiar with actually you know using the lightning network to do a version of the uh, lightning torch with bouncing sats all across the room and uh, we've done that with smaller groups of children and they've had a lot of fun so we'd like to do it on a bigger stage um, so in the past this has all been self-funded um, we do have some bitcoin designs that we sell on t-shirts that we're partnering with a company called the proof of ink and uh, basically, so this is where all the funding comes from. Everything that we've done is just uh, basically from T-shirts. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that's basically it. I you know, appreciate your time and, uh, you know, appreciate your consideration for this. Awesome. Thank you so much. I've seen those T-shirts around. So the, the nice designs have been making their way all around the world. Good to oh, see that. Thank you. And uh, yeah, Congrats on everything. Yeah, no question on my end, uh, Andrew. Uh, <clears throat> thanks for sharing. Really cool stuff you're doing. The farmer's market idea is one that is awesome uh, that I've been kind of trying to think about myself. I'm in Rhode Island. I, I started the Rhode Island Bitcoiners meetup, and I'm like, all right, I got to get to the farmer's markets and get to get to some people. Also, um, Bolt cards. I don't know if you've you've thought about dabbling. I know you're talking about the burner phones. Obviously, using Bitcoin with a phone is a is a is a use case that people have to be experienced. But uh, you know, uh, Fernando down in Bitcoin Beach, Brazil, has you know been working with the point of sale machines and having a fruit for ten sats program. So maybe yeah. worth looking into. Get yeah, yeah definitely having the kids buy fruit for satoshis. Um, and uh, but yeah, no questions. I, I just really was enjoying the various like parts that you've been doing. Nice uh, proof of work, and thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you. Cool. I'll uh, have Dom uh, go next since I know he's he has to actually uh, head to the uh, airport soon. So I'll let you get on to, on with it. Thanks, everyone. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying my virtual background right now. It's called Rental Car. If y'all need to uh, get that, it's a hot one right now. Uh, can you guys hear me all right? Cool. Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Dom Bay. Uh, great projects thus far. Uh, I mean, I hope uh, people listening will fund every one of these projects because we need, uh, like, it's just great to hear all these different approaches people have and, and areas they're working on. Uh, 
Isaiah, I was actually hoping to hit your booth uh, when you were at Lemur Park, but I was working that day. Um, and so uh, that was cool. Uh, but I was tracking that and loving all loving everything. So let me just briefly explain what I'm doing and kind of how I got to what I'm doing. Uh, I'm a 14 year firefighter who spent uh, about 10 to, to 11 years as a union board representative. I served as the political director of the Santa Monica firefighters uh, and eventually was the president of the union. Uh, got introduced to Bitcoin in 2017, um, was kind of a passive uh, participant. Uh, and then an event happened actually last year leading up to Pacific where I ended up, we ended up rescuing uh, an analyst uh, for Swan. And I got tied into that community a whole lot. That's a whole story that could take uh, much longer, but I've spoken on it in some different, you know, outlets and stuff, but it's a cool story. Uh, and so through that story, I started kind of realizing like, as I was finishing my union uh, work, looking for my mission and how I could contribute to Bitcoin and uh, really had loved Bitcoin for many years and have a huge passion for unions. And so I'm like, all right, let's put these together. I'm going to try to bring Bitcoin to unions the best way I have utilizing my experience. So I just want like listeners to think about uh, everyone will think a union sometimes is like, you know, that big union you see in the movies or like Hoffa. But I want folks to think about unions as just workers. Um, there's about 14.3 to 16 million union members in the United States. Uh, the AFL-CIO accounts for around 207 million union workers throughout 163 nations worldwide. So just something to think about. This is um, unions. Uh, I believe this is important because unions are primed for Bitcoin adoption for many reasons. Uh, on their balance sheets as an organization, they already have circular economies that they participate in already uh, using a lot of outdated uh, payment systems like paper checks. In my union, like if you buy coffee or something like that, they cut you a paper check and then we just keep paying each other like relentlessly on certain stuff. So um, that's something that's really important. And additionally, um, the pension systems that many union workers rely on, um, there's some challenges there. Um, you know, recently I started a, a show that I'm co-hosting with uh, Hoffa Zaguri, Joe Carlosari, and, and Greg Foss called the Nakamoto Gauntlet. And on that show, we bring funds to try to explore with the uh, Nakamoto portfolio ways that Bitcoin can positively impact their pension. Uh, for those listening, you know, they estimated uh, there's an organization called the Geneva Association in 2015 estimated a global pension gap of 41 trillion worldwide. So that means that the assets on hand in 2015, there was a 41 trillion dollar shortfall into what is owed to workers that are going to retire. Um, those numbers are always revolving in 2022 U.S. and uh, state and local pension plans hit uh, 1.45 trillion in unfunded liabilities. So I believe there's a lot of importance. Um, and ultimately, I think it's important uh, for unions uh, to adopt Bitcoin because um, I think it's it's a key piece in the next layer of a wider adoption for Bitcoin. So what am I doing and, and what's, what's my project, which I see pulled up right now. Thanks for uh, getting me to that screen share because I was dreading that, you know what I mean, the screen share. 
but I do have my website that I'm working on that I may try to screen share very briefly. Um, but it's also available to anyone who wants to see right now. It's proofofworkforce.org. So that's the term that I came up with in a lot of my writing and stuff like that is proof of workforce. Um, you know, play, play, play on words there, but, um, this is going to be a nonprofit, a 501c4. Um, let me get you here. I'll, I'll see if I can pull up. Uh, you want me to try to present real quick on the share screen? It's going gonna, it's gonna to ask me to open the systems. And... I think I got it. .org, right? Yeah, .org. Out of here. Okay, perfect. Um, so this is going to be a 501c4. The majority of my time is spent on speaking with visiting unions there's a union i'm visiting uh in a few weeks up in the bay area that's looking to replicate something that i did with santa monica firefighters so uh, just to give you guys a heads up when i realized that this mission um you know this was where i was heading and this is what i felt like i could best uh do to, to contribute to bitcoin uh, as an innovation in the community i went to the santa monica firefighters and i was thinking like why has no union ever self-custodied Bitcoin? And there's all these obstacles that exist as to why. Um, but I developed a model to break down those fears rather than like discredit the fears, which we know are like uh, FTX was a scam. What about all time highs? And then, you know, Bitcoin dropped 90% or something that I heard, right? These newspaper punchlines. Um, I tried to develop a model that cut through those fears and address them head on. So basically, it's education-based adoption through a gradual, like, low-dollar investment that increases and keeps pace with education. So ultimately, not getting in before you truly understand what, you know, what Bitcoin is, and then um, having it be from the bottom-up adoption. So uh, working with the Santa Monica firefighters, they became the first union in the country to ever self-custody Bitcoin. It was a measure that was passed by 87% of the rank and file. And again, it was because it was low risk uh, and something that is education based. And so the day after they adopted Bitcoin, the SEC filed a suit against Coinbase uh, and Binance. And the people that were coming into work were like, hey, I don't know much about Bitcoin, but, but I do know that we have self-custody Bitcoin, right? So this doesn't really affect us. And I was like, great. Okay, thank God. We're having good conversation as opposed to people coming in, right? Extremely scared, uh, worried, you know, what's going on? Did we do the right thing? Uh, so that's what I'm doing in a nutshell. Um, you know, if funded, I would use the funds to reach more unions, I want to get every union on board to at least look at an adoption model. And if they don't do it, then that's fine. They can say, all right, um, we learned about it and didn't do it. Something else I want to do if funded is I want to build a model that takes SATs and um, works on circular economies within unions. As I mentioned before, you can imagine if I'm able to visit more unions and get them to look at things like putting Bitcoin on the balance sheet, education platforms, and circular economy stuff they're already transacting money like relentlessly um and that money's losing value and again they just hand it off if they simply built circular economies and didn't even invest in bitcoin they would end their careers by participating the way they already are in unions with a stack of bitcoin that was worth value 
uh, when they retired. They would have to do nothing other than the thing they're already doing. So I'm going to use all my time and efforts to um, continue to speak with unions throughout the country, um, you know, find ways to expedite that so I don't have to travel as much because, as you guys know, that's expensive. And so if I can do it with video calls on the platform, different things built in, build sites for them to use on my platform, I'm going to do that. And then building circular economies for folks and trying to build something as simple as just exchanging sats instead of dollars for what they're already doing. Eventually, the reason it's a 501c4 is I also want to do advocacy. I have a background in advocacy um, with local, state and federal electeds. And as unions become a bigger uh, part of the adoption and understand the potential and how Bitcoin is going to help them, that will also form uh, a very strong cornerstone of the next layer of the Bitcoin community to advocate and, and do some of these things that a lot of great organizations like you guys know, uh, Bitcoin Today Coalition, Satoshi Act Now Fund, um, they're advocating hard. But we know that electeds often ask, well, how many people in my district use Bitcoin? And imagine if the answer to that was, well, why don't you talk to your nurses union, your teachers, uh, your firefighters, your police officers, see see what they're using. And the answer is they're all using Bitcoin and they understand the potential. So uh, that's what I'm doing. I appreciate everyone's time and the opportunity to present. And again, uh, excited to see all these incredible projects. Awesome. Dambay, thank you so much. That was that was really insightful. And uh, thank you for all the, the, the insight into that. I am uh, going kind of well into depth. Um, no, no question on my end, but Andrew, he, he, he rounded out his, uh, talk with answering my question, which was like, my mind started turning like, man, if you get the unions, the unions drive the political decisions and like, talk about, um, right. a strong way that that's, I mean, it's a beautiful yeah. way to use bottom up adoption, right. Which is like, start from the ground and, and make the, make the, the people, uh, the communities kind of, um, you know, impact the people up top, right. Rather than like trying to like stroke of a pen, you know, make people use Bitcoin or whatever. Um, anyway, great presentation. The name is awesome. Proof of workforce. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All good. Indeed. Thanks mate. Thanks y'all. Laser man shot 256. Uh, hi going? everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, great presentations all around, by the way. I really feel inspired and pumped listening to what everyone's up to. Uh, my name is Shah. Um, that's why the Shah 256. My Bitcoin name is also Laserman. I'm uh, speaking from Toronto, Canada, down over here. That's why it was interesting to see someone uh, commenting about the Canadian truckers honking and during the course of this meeting. Uh, I've been I've known about Bitcoin since 2013. Uh, I would say I've been uh, actively involved since about 2016. Uh, so essentially what I do over here in my little corner of the world is I'm uh, the lead organizer for the Toronto Bitcoin Cypherpunks. And we're a meetup and uh, we get together and we talk about Bitcoin and we uh, just uh, try to come up with community initiatives to help uh, spread the word and quote-unquote gospel of Bitcoin. Uh, uh, I'm trying to see how I can share my screen here to kind of jump into it. Oh, one second, hit the wrong one. Uh, share my screen now. 
Yeah, just the yeah the screen icon. Yeah, bottom there. Oh, okay. It's asking me to select a, a tab to share. Since the entire screen is probably good. Yeah, that should be fine. Uh, is it sharing? Uh, yep. Okay, cool. Uh, so just quickly, briefly, like here's like uh, actually what I was doing uh, last year. I was going around Toronto and essentially orange pilling uh, Toronto business owners. Uh, so this is like, uh, are you guys able to see my website here uh, from your yep. side? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not even going to bother playing all this stuff. Uh, it's just like uh, you can kind of see the thumbnails and some of the work I did here. I uh, just went around uh, convincing Toronto business owners, small business owners to uh, convert a portion of their business earnings into Bitcoin. And I just did it mainly as like a hobbyist type thing to see if it could work and see if people would actually be interested. And uh if I could potentially open the minds of some uh, entrepreneurs to trying this new and exciting technology. And for the most part, I was fairly successful in it. It was more like, you know, voluntarianism. I wasn't like trying to make money or uh, so on and so forth. And uh, it, it was fun and I had a great time doing it. Um, since then, I've since kind of shifted my gears to uh, uh, running a meetup uh, it's the Toronto Bitcoin Cypherpunk meetup. And here you can see a lot of like the thumbnails and a lot of like cool, like fun stuff we do, but I'm not going to bother you in sharing all of that extra stuff because it's just I, too time consuming. But recently I had a pretty cool uh, event here with uh, Jimmy Song came by to Toronto and uh, we hosted him. And here's like a quick little video of us all partying and saying, yeah, Bitcoin is great. So yeah, cool stuff like that. And uh, really, uh, while I've been doing all of this, I've also been uh, working on a web app for the last seven months. And that web app is, uh, the idea is to help build out a, a Bitcoin circular economy here in Toronto, because there is a, a large concentration of cypherpunks and Bitcoiners who are uh, really actively looking to get more involved on the scene, and they want to be able to uh, spend some of their Bitcoin and get involved in it. And uh, this is what I have co-founded and uh, it's called gotoshi.ca. And what it does is enables you to go on and it's a pure Bitcoin play and you can jump on here and you can buy a computer for, you know, 14 million sats if you feel like it, send in the Bitcoin and then uh, it will be shipped to you Canada-wide. And we're also doing like a little home essential brand thing here where you can buy toothpaste and uh, toilet paper for Bitcoin. And that can be dropped off to you as well here in Toronto. So we really want to actively try to get commerce going and really build out that Bitcoin circular economy. And we've spent tens of thousands of dollars on this. And uh, I've kind of ramped up my target for the entrepreneurs that I want to get involved, that I wanted to get involved over here. So I've been able to uh, convince some pretty big influential people here in, uh, on the Canadian side here. Like these guys are in big box retail stores across Canada and they're on my website. Uh, here's like a fairly big uh, designer company here in Toronto that's also uh, on our Gotoshi website. Here's a, another uh, fashion influencer. Uh, uh, just uh, 
they sell all types of wedding merchandise and what have you. That's also a Bitcoiner now. And here's a farmer who's uh, in, I believe, the southern part of Ontario, and they uh, are also uh, Bitcoiners as well. Now, uh, all these people have essentially been orange-pilled thanks to the efforts that I've put forward to get them involved in the Bitcoin economy. And they weren't necessarily Bitcoiners before. They just hey, heard, hey, it's really hard money and it's effective. And sure, I would love to uh, be paid in that. So uh, I think I've made some decent progress in it. And I want to continue doing that with uh, all the stuff I have going on. And if I was to get the grant, I would just put it towards venues, event costs, outreach, community engagement, educational merchandise, and potentially operational costs at Gotoshi. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to share today. And I really appreciate you guys uh, considering me and uh, I appreciate being involved with everyone else here and you know, uh, being a potential candidate. Awesome, thanks so much, Laser Man. Uh, yeah, I think, that was that was that was awesome to see the the efforts. What have been some of the challenges of of uh, or, or yes, orange filling people, and how has it occurred? Has it been know, an organic thing, or is this something where you you, you approach them, or they approach you, or how, how did that interaction work? So um, I'm not so interested in necessarily meeting Bitcoiners anymore because uh, when I meet a bit, of course, I always am. But uh, in terms of uh, when it comes to the business aspect of things, I always like to meet people that have never been orange pilled and don't know much about Bitcoin. And that process for me has been just a conversation. You no. Know? Uh, hey, uh, have you heard about this new and exciting technology? Did you know that uh, Bitcoin is very immersive? It can help you on your balance sheet and do a lot of wonderful things for you. And for the most part it's always like uh like 80 to 90 percent failure rate but uh if you're uh you know if you're persistent and you believe in what you're doing and you're passionate about it and you love it enough then i feel that people can kind of see that in you and you don't have to come across as the next uh, car salesman and they like it and then they're like okay you know what let me give this crazy guy with long hair a chance you know what i mean who knows maybe this thing actually is something and people have been warming up to that in my city and i think that it's uh it's been a I think I've had a decent outcome so far. I want to keep on going and see how much farther I can push it. But I feel like people are pretty receptive, you know, to like, look, it's money. I can get paid. Okay, let's uh, let's move forward and let's try and let's try this experiment with you. I wouldn't say they're totally on board. However, um, uh, I, I definitely think that there's a interest in uh, in exploring it with people that aren't necessarily that don't necessarily care about the Bitcoin revolution, but hey, they see it as money and they want to give it a try. It's awesome. cool that you've Thanks taken much. like um, e-commerce angle to to the circular economy, right? Which is like, you know, grows the geographic, uh, you know, footprint of it. Do you all also have uh, like hotspots of like areas of town where there's like local merchants where you could walk into and spend Satoshis or... Uh, so we were initially considering doing that uh, point of sale play. Like I built a little, actually have it here. Where is it? Sorry. Uh, there you go. I like built a POS and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh, for lightning and what have you. And you could like, you know, run it physically in stores. Uh, but we, we, uh, when we had our early meetings early on with the Gotoshi company, we came to the conclusion that, it might make more sense for us to go after cyberspace 
let's just have people, you know, uh, accept lightning and layer one Bitcoin and uh, for their wares and their goods. And you just send a Bitcoin over and they'll ship it to you. Uh, is that something we want to explore and get POS in stores? Absolutely. I mean, I would love to. But as of right now, with uh, the expenditure that we've incurred to create this platform, it just wasn't really in the books. However, uh, yeah, like the vendors on my uh, on, on our uh web app currently they don't they're not really integrated to be able for someone to walk in and pay with bitcoin uh, unfortunately however they would be great for that to come at some point in the future to answer your question cool nice work thanks all righty well guys it's been a really good journey uh learned a lot in just an hour and 10 minutes so thank you all for for coming in and sharing your stories and your work uh very impressed so yeah i'll leave it at that um the next steps are that we i think we have a couple or uh, a couple more uh presentations and then we will give out the it'll be the turn of the board right so guys are really just is a platform making all this happen but we have a board of, uh, I think, six, is, is that right, Andrew? Uh, six uh, board members that, that are Bitcoiners, uh, including uh, Andrew himself. We've got uh, Brad Mills. Uh, we've got uh, Anita, Anita Posh, and several others that are going to be reviewing the applications based on a very simple criteria of, like, you know, uh, the usual things around impact, proof of work. Um, so it's still a really good time to keep you know, uh, crafting your, your, your positioning and, uh, show the pr proof of work in your, in your entries, obviously your websites, link your websites and yeah, so that'll be it. And then there'll be, we'll be able to essentially distribute the funds uh, through that. But, uh, yeah, even just the fact that you've made it all the, all the way here, uh, means that you guys are, you know, everything insane, insane work. So thank you so much for, for doing that, for putting your, 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 your passions and, and your, your, uh, uh, together with with your your work so that's all of this is awesome stuff and a pleasure to be a part of this journey with you guys but yeah i'll leave it at that andrew any last final words so inspired by all of these i mean this is like the fourth or fifth call like this set yeah. on, and it's like it's i'll just leave it with what uh laser man said which was like here's what i'm doing in my little corner of the world and there's just like so many corners like it's unstoppable so, so cheers yeah. to everybody for doing their job in their corner of the world Indeed. Yeah, well said. Awesome. Well, thanks again, then. Close it up here uh, and talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, Thank everyone. You. Bye. Take care. Thank you.